This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It would kind of seem absurd that the guy who everybody right now thinks is one of the best or the best making a quarter of what the big star is making and outshining him in the booth. It would just seem pretty weird to me. Peter King apparently talking about how Tom Brady is expected to replace or bump Greg Olson from the lead Fox booth. I also like Greg Olson, and I have absolutely no expectation that Tom Brady will be the the slightest bit interesting. Uh, If he is, that would almost shock me. If he's ever funny... That would shock me. I'm, I know Hardy tries to be funny, and yeah. I'm sure that must mean there are people who find him funny. I just, <laughs> I'm not one of them. Tony Romo was is funny. Romo is not the same kind of. Here's what's going to happen, Jim, on the next play anymore. Yeah. No. So I wonder if that got worked out of him by the league. You know, just. Teams, coaches, players don't want you giving this away, or even just from a broadcast perspective, that like the, the the his bosses thought it was too, you know, too far in or something. Like I I don't know, but no, he definitely is different, but still like likable enough to me. Like yes, yeah. you know, and I also like Olson, and am prepared to shoot out my television sets. Elvis style when Tom Brady starts talking to us. CBS has the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay, good. Next up, we have William on WGR. Hi, William. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Great, William. Thanks for calling us. Hey, you guys are talking about hate. My point is for hate really involves of I can't stand, I, well, I, I hate the Yankees, even though I'm from New York. Love the Cardinals. In those Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I hate Boston. I, I, all teams, Boston. I just can't stand them all. Not one. There's not one redounding quality. I couldn't stand that the Red Sox actually won the World Series a few different times, and they happen to find a Bambino's uh, piano. 
But what I really miss about hating of the Yankees, Steinbrenner. All those bonehead decisions. That was actually the best part about hating the Yankees is the, the quality <laughs> of entertainment we used to get every single time you'd fire a coach and then bring him on back. How many times did you bring back Billy Martin? 17 times. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Good, good point. Good point. Thank you, William. Um, he was fun, actually, to oh, yeah. root against yeah. and make fun of. Yeah. No, it, maybe – I mean, I – yeah, I'm a little kid, so I, I I don't know. Like I've always said, like watching the Red Sox when I was you know ten years old, the ballpark is what did it. But by then, by you know by then or close enough to then, Steinbrenner and spending all the money like that was bus stop talk for me in middle school. Was you know oh they're just buying everything like that's not uh, you know we're little kids so what do we know and that was still a pretty new concept in pro sports. I mean, now that's all there really is, is that it's all, all about the money. We're naive and young. You don't really think about it that way. Um, and I don't even know that our parents thought about it really that way, if they thought about it at all. Uh, and Steinbrenner was central to that. And so I think hearing him described that way by older kids or even my friends, that naturally sort of pushed me to the Red Sox because, you know, at a certain age, you know that those are the rivals. And so if this other team is bad because of their owner and all the money they're spending, then the other team must be good. So I'll root for the good. George Steinbrenner, love to hear it. Thank you again, William. Brandon is next. Hi, Brandon. Hey, guys. Um, I like our divisional opponents. I have a lot of hate for them, but my absurd hate is for Cleveland. Um, I hate the Browns. I just I think their uniforms are garbage. I've never been a fan of, uh, a fan of their uh, fans. But the absurd part is in college we played Cleveland State in rugby. And during the game, one of the guys from Cleveland State picked me, and it was um, incredibly painful. But ever that whole city just uh, nothing out of Cleveland is good in my mind. And I know it's weird, but I watch the Browns, and I just, like, uh, it just takes me back to that moment. Rugby, yes, that cemented it. It's you, it's not never going away. Uh, good. Bulldog had a Browns phase here when they signed or traded for Watson. Yeah, I, I want nothing good to ever happen to them. Wow. The franchise. Just nothing. I don't, I don't, it'll, it'll, ta- it'll take a long time, e- even, you know, years after Watson's done playing. I'm going to want to hang on to uh, what you know them being the team that made that happen. Uh, so yeah, that and you know that's that's an easy one for me. Otherwise, Cleveland, yeah, I mean, I I, I the times I've been there and gone to plenty of Cleveland, well now Guardi- Guardians baseball games, um, I feel like that that it's the same places here. I like it. Very 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 similar. Uh, to me, they've got the one more pro team with the Cavaliers um, and, and the baseball that we've got. But like the people working at the concession stands all seem like people that could be from Cheektowaga to me in Cleveland. I like Cleveland. Similar thoughts. Um, I've yet to be kicked in a rugby game by a Clevelander. But if that happens, all bets are off. When when or if that happens. it we We had, when I played youth hockey... The biggest rival I remember having it was well, it's really just one year that really made it was Wheatfield, the Wheatfield Blades. I played for South Buffalo, and we were both excellent. And 
we only lost and tied one game, one loss, one tie. We were like 31 and one or something on the season. And the loss and the tie were both to Wheatfield. And they also had an excellent record. And we arranged, it was not really a playoff game. It was more like just well, these two great teams are going to play one more game. And we got to play in the odd. And they beat us two to one. And I'm not kidding. I, I've only recently gotten to a point where I don't think about that when I drive through Wheatfield. <laughs> like into my 50s. I'm 58 now. Into my 50s. I well, would tell you. into your 50s. I, I started going out there. With, like Owen was doing springtime and summertime clinics. He even got close to playing for the Wheatfield Blades before the opportunity came up with the Regals. And I was really sick about it. I remember. It was like, I cannot, I don't know if I can do this. Yep. It might be the best opportunity for him, but I don't know that I can do this. Wheatfield, no. Yes. Just makes me nuts. Yes. Thank God he didn't up there. This is not, I'm not carrying this around, but since you're talking like that, I played high school tennis, baseball a little bit, but tennis was my main sport. And my partner and I lost a match at Wheatfield that still bothers me because the kid was, the one, the one kid was just like so obnoxious. And, you know, celebrating every point. Just, like, totally just not my taste at all. <laughs> and and it was a three-set match, and I got hot in this match, which is, like, one of the rare times in my life when, like, I'm sort of distracted emotionally, and I didn't – I went the right way. Because mm-hmm. usually I would just sort of lose it because uh-huh. I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to be a part of this guy's life at all. I want I do not want to be on this court around yeah. – I want no connection to this kid. But – you know what am I going to do? Walk off? So, right. I got. I had. I remember getting hot in that match. We lost. Um, but yeah, we'd feel. But now I've had since. I just want. To, oh, <laughs> here comes the. Here comes not the, a the bad word pedal. to be said about Wheatfield. I don't have any problem anymore with who. I mean, no one loves Wheatfield more than we're, me. You now. said it all. You said it all. We're yeah. all. Up, we're up there all the time now. My daughter's in basketball. Yep. My son's in lacrosse. He played at Tuscarora. Like you know, it's yeah. it's not. It's not that way. Anymore. I'm fine now. I'm just. I'm admitting that until maybe three or four years ago, I had a Wheatfield problem. Yeah, lingering from sounds like we both when do. I was seventeen. Latent problems with yeah. the town, with, yeah. with the the whole situation. Glenn is next. Hello, Glenn. Hello. So my team that I really can't stand and goes back. I've been a been a Bills season ticket holder for eleven years, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars just really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh yes, it's it's the London games. It's it's they ended Kyle Williams' career. You know with that playoff drought ending loss to them in Jacksonville it's you know they how they bumble their way into good seasons sometimes you know like that year with the Doug Marone and Nate Hackett and you know and then the Urban Meyer you know Mm -hmm. clown show it's just like they they drive me nuts this is well done you can 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 I add if you uh, if you're done with your list they also ended Kelly's career Oh. oh Yeah, that's going back. But, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And then, you know, going to another point, like the Chiefs, I haven't hated the Chiefs, but they are quickly getting there. Um, Patrick Mahomes is getting to that that Tom Brady level of unlikability with his his sour loss this year in the regular season Mm -hmm. to us, his attitude at the end of that game. And then just last week, how he was knocking over Justin Tucker's tripod and the pregame warm-ups and stuff yeah like Justin Tucker's a legend you know you don't do that to him like that was just it was just you know it's starting to put a sour taste in my mouth of the, the Mahomes stuff and 
I, I think he's, he's probably going to be the next Tom Brady, and, you know, he's going to be great, and I'm just going to love to hate him. There it is. Well done, Glenn. Every every word yeah. just neatly put together. All good, valid, in my, in my judgment for what it's worth, valid uh, reasons and thoughts. For me, in a blowout, the most annoying or, like, egregious, the easiest reason to hate him is that the act he pulled at the end of the regular season game with Allen on the field. Like, that was just, that was just gross. Um, and Big, Bigger than the game sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just a good, that's a good thing to hang on to. Like, I, I've said, I already said again today, like, I don't have much of a problem with him. And I, I think as I say that, I tend to forget about that happening. Um which I don't know. It's only just further complicates. Like, why don't I remember that? It really annoyed. It really bothered me. But I guess I like him enough to overlook it. Love the Jaguar points. I, I totally love the Jaguar take. Just yes to everything, except for the fact when he said when you brought up Kelly's career ending, he's like, "Well, that's going back." Yeah, thanks. That's going back, guys. <laughs> that is going. I don't even know what you're talking. Who Kelly? Who were those games on TV? What? How do you know this? Actually, that game wasn't on TV. Jacksonville's an original <laughs> franchise here, anyway. It was or wasn't? Wasn't. It was not a wasn't? sellout. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was at it. I had to watch it. I watched a. Um, I had to do post game, and we weren't the rights holder, so I wasn't out there. And I watched that game in a like a production suite at Channel Four. Jeff Helmick, longtime photographer for Channel 4, had a camera trained on the Jumbotron mm-hmm, at the stadium. Mm-hmm. That was how I watched that game and then did post game. And they would show plays live. Yeah, it was, just, it was just running. Yeah, like you, you, that's how I watched the game. And the, po- and the radio station was in the building on yeah, Elmwood? Yeah, yeah, we were in the same building. Okay. Nice job, Glenn. Uh, hate and the more sort of your. The, the reasons are yours alone, maybe even. Uh, the more interesting and maybe weird they seem, the better. Right. <laughs> Jag- Jaguars is good. Jag- it is playoff losses. It is. Yeah. Two. London, all of it. Man, that was a great take. Tarps. They've got the tarps, tarps. off their stadium. they got a swimming pool. Pool in, in the get, stadium. Get, get the hell out of here. Stop. Teal. Enjoy your Thursday night football. Or whatever color that is. I don't even know what color that is. All 17 games on Thursdays next year. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. It's gotten better. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog back after this. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.